Hi, this is Steve Springer. This is Worshiping God, God's Way. The verse we're actually looking at is John 4:23. God is the benefactor of worship. He's the one that receives worship. Worship isn't for the, the created, it's for the creator. So when, with that in mind, when you start to think about God being the benefactor, it means that he has an opinion about it and that he looks for it and that he has ideas about it. And when Jesus talks about his father, he says this, that he is looking for a kind of person, a kind of worshiper. And what does he mean by kind? The word kind is toyotos in Greek, and it means a specific people and also a specific character. Now, some people that I know, Christian believers, have characters that show little resistance to the things of God. They're just extremely flexible. They're high in faith. They're always believing. If you give them a verse, they just take the best part out of it. And you know what's great about it is they become Jesus followers easily. And they also, when they find out what worship is, they actually bow before him without any resistance. It just makes sense to them. But there's other people that I know who have characters that are always questioning. You give them a verse, you say something, the first thing they do is question it, or they disagree right from the beginning with every scripture that you talk about. You know, their acceptance of scripture depends on the proof that they can obtain. If proof isn't provided in some way, they're just not going to buy it right off the bat. They're just going to kind of argue with you, and what about this, what about that? Well, there is two people that I'm going to note in Scripture. One is Abraham. Abraham in Genesis 17, he pretty much didn't believe at first that God was going to give him a child. Actually, he really didn't believe it. So there was a resistance to it. Gideon in Judges 7, he has an encounter with an angel. And he gets this message and he asks on top of that, he asks for multiple, I got to get this, he's got he asks for multiple miracles before he accepts the word that the Lord's given him. Later in life, Abraham worships God in his tent. It actually says when he realizes God was right, he laughed about it, he fell down on his face and he worshiped God. Now Gideon, on the other hand, after a pretty long ordeal of things, He's in the enemy's camp, and he hears a prophetic word. When he hears this word, he falls down and worships in the enemy's camp. So you have two characters, and they were resistant. The characters, these, there's a lot of guys out there like that, a lot of people that would have done the same thing. But whatever the circumstances, though, it's the character of the man that God is seeking, looking for, when he talks about finding worshipers. Am I willing to bow down before the Lord? I had to get through that process. I was self-conscious. And being a song leader, when I was leading songs, and I was inviting people to come worship, come worship. You know, but was I willing to bow down and worship? Quick story, I was out mowing my front yard, pushing the lawnmower, going back and forth, getting the line straight, you know, that cool smell of cut grass. I really enjoyed <laughs> I was enjoying that. And right in the middle of pushing this lawnmower, I hear the Lord say to me, worship me. And I'm moving along and I said, okay, Lord, I worship you. I worship you. I'm just saying it. I worship you. I worship you. 
He says it again. No, I'm talking about worshiping me. So I stopped for a second. Lawnmower turns off and I said, you mean right now? He goes, yes. Can I go in the house and do it? He goes, no, right now. So I looked around to make sure no one was coming. I live on a corner, so there's some traffic once in a while. I was hoping no one would drive by. I was thinking, well, if I get down on my face right now, someone's going to think that there's something wrong with me and they're going to call an ambulance and, or someone's going to stop and jump out of their car to see if I'm breathing. But at one point, I just had to give in. I just gave in. I pushed the lawnmower to a side and I got down on my face in the grass and I worshiped on my front yard. Didn't even think about it. A few minutes later, I didn't even worry about if people saw me or not. It was that moment of, whoa, I surrendered and I worshiped Jesus on my front lawn. Cool story. This is even a better story. John 9, 3, 8, there's a man who's blind and he's been blind for a long time. Before he's healed, he says, tell me who this is. He's speaking of Jesus. Jesus had came up to him and he couldn't see who he was. So he said to his friends, he goes, tell me who this person is so I can believe. You got to understand what he's saying here. His character is being revealed. He will believe in Jesus even if he hasn't seen him. He's going to believe. And he's not even thinking about a miracle at this point. You know, if Jesus would have just healed the guy and he would have just got to his feet, he would have said, yes, I believe. No problem. Problem with that. It's going to happen. If Jesus would have not healed him and just said, bless you, my son, or patted him on the head or give him some money, the man, if he would have been told who Jesus was, he still would have believed in him. But seeing Jesus after he is healed, he says, Lord, I believe. He's saying that I believe you're the Lord. Then the man bows down, prosukaneo, worshiping God. God sees the character of this man before the miracle. And God is coming to this man because he sees the character. You know, the blind man has never seen worship before. How could he? He was blind. <laughs> but he offered it without question. He had no resistance. He had a character that was free and non-resistant to worshiping God. See, there was no hesitation because of his surroundings. Now, what the people said and did later, there's a good story in that as well. You might want to finish the story reading that. But this is the thing. This is the type of person that God seeks, that kind of character. Now, the word seeks, the word is zeteo. It means that God seeks in order to find out. He is really interested in finding that person. And he's thinking about it. He's been thinking about it every time he sees people, new people, new generations. He thinks about those people. He meditates on that. And he does it with reasoning. He wants to study our lives. That's all wrapped up in seeks. You know, God has a hunger, a longing for true worshipers. You know, God could demand it. He could just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to just make you guys do this. But instead of that, he's willing to wait until people come to him in prosukaneo, leaning towards him. 
a dog licking his master's hand with love, wanting to kiss his hand. That's what Jesus was looking at and thinking of and explaining in this verse in John 4. 